This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. June is a time to celebrate pride, especially if you're part of the LGBTQ plus community. But with gun violence in the news, safety at big events like pride parades is top of mind. Now, on Wednesday, Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin revoked the permit for his city's pride parade. He said that the police department was short on officers. After losing a court battle yesterday, parade organizers threatened to appeal to federal court with the ACLU. But then the city did an about face, saying that it had found security. Now the Aurora Pride Parade will happen this weekend. Adora Namigade is a WBEZ Metro reporter. She was in the courtroom in Aurora yesterday. Hi, Adora. Welcome to Reset. Hey, Sasha. Give us the very latest. There's been a lot of back and forth with this story. Yeah, so basically the parade is back on officially. So what happened is... The event permit was revoked for the parade, as you mentioned, on Wednesday. And then the Aurora Pride organization said, "Okay, we're going to go to court and we're going to appeal this decision. Then the judge upheld the decision to revoke that events permit about two hours after the court case. And then a few hours after that, the city said, hey, you know what? We actually were able to pull together the officers and the parade is back on. So break it down. In court, what were the arguments from both sides? What were they saying? So the Aurora Pride group, which was the petitioner, they said, hey, you are placing an undue burden on us to have to find our own security for the event. Because the whole thing was Aurora police said, hey, the reason this is unsafe to go forward with is because we are about 20 officers short of the officers that we need to be able to have a a safe event that really meets all of our all all of our protocols. So they wanted to have 56 total. So Aurora Pride said, hey, not only is this an undue burden on us to find our own security, but this is a potential discrimination case. And that's what they were going to file federally. And then the other side, the Aurora police said, this is simply a matter of safety. We cannot compel our officers to work overtime for this event. So it's not because we don't want to. We've been doing this event every year since 2018. But Mm. if we don't have the officers, we can't do it. Right. Well, as you mentioned, the judge sided with the city. Right. So what happened after that? So after that, um, the Aurora Pride organization said, "Okay, we're working with the ACLU to file a federal lawsuit. And they said in court that day, hey, um, if this doesn't rule in our favor, we are going to be working on this lawsuit. That's exactly what they want to do. But then, of course, the judge ended up, well, the city ended up finding the officers needed. So that got thrown out the window. Right. Miracles do happen. Why was the police department so short on officers in in the first place to staff the parade? Yeah. So they said that they need officers to volunteer to come to the parade. So that was the main thing. Now, interestingly, I think that You could say this might have to do with the request of Aurora Pride to have the off-duty officers who are marching in the parade to be in soft uniform. And that means to be without weapons, to be not in traditional uniform, to not be in police cars. Um, So the timing of not being able to find the proper amount of officers and the arguments over that request from Aurora Pride Mm -hmm. are correlated. Of course, I cannot say cause, but those are at least correlated things. Did they say any reasoning as to why they wanted to... to ban uniformed police officers or or police cars, like you just mentioned? Like, what was the reasoning behind that? Yeah, so they said that the LGBTQ community has a kind of suffering past with police historically. And so they said it will make people feel more welcome and it will be an all-around more inclusive event if we just have these off-duty officers not be in traditional uniform and not be with that traditional police regalia symbolism. I'm also wondering how much of this has to do with officers just not wanting to show up? You know, that's what's tough to know, um, because to be fair, enough officers had volunteered every year to come to the event, right? Mm-hmm. So I I can't say, like, what's just because, hey, we don't want to come on 
moral principle, we don't want to come versus we don't want to come because our off-duty officers were asked to be in soft uniform. Yeah. Do you think that this is something Chicago might have to to worry about since uniformed police officers were banned in our parade, too? You know, that's an interesting question. Um, It doesn't seem like that's something that's going to be a big deal in Chicago. But I really think the major difference is not that question about soft uniform, right? It's more about, like, who is the mayor in each city? Because um, the mayor, who is the boss of the police department, right, reacted very strongly and very negatively to that request in Aurora versus here. That didn't happen. You're listening to Reset. We are talking about the Aurora Pride Parade, which is um, after Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin decided to revoke the parade's permit. It's now back on this weekend. We're talking with Adora Namigade, who is covering the story for WBEZ. So let's dig right into what you were just talking about, Mayor Richard Irvin, right? He uh, chastised the organizers for excluding police from the parade, um, even pulled the city's float. What have you heard from the the queer community in Aurora about all of his decisions? Yeah, people were very upset. And people also argued, you know, um, we're not trying to exclude the police. It's that we don't want them dressed in a way that creates kind of like distance between them and the public. We want them to appear at the parade in a way where everyone is more on the same level. So definitely people who are in support of Aurora Pride were not happy with the way he reacted. And they thought it was over the top. Yeah. We know that Richard Irvin is also a leading Republican candidate for Illinois governor. He's been in the news a lot lately. How might this story affect how he's seen by Republican voters? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. And, you know, it really is a timely question, too, because WBEZ and The Sun-Times just did a poll about who people are likely to vote for in the Republican primary. And it looks like State Senator Darren Bailey has a 15-point lead over Irvin at this point. Um, But interestingly, A, that polling was done Monday and Tuesday. So that was before all this stuff really unfolded. But also, B, Republican voters did not cite LGBTQ issues Mm -hmm. in that survey as um, something that they're really looking to vote on. It sounds like they're looking to vote more on the economy, crime and corruption, abortion, even whether someone is affiliated with or likes former President Trump. But LGBTQ issues were not expressly stated. So it is hard for me to know at this point how will Mayor Irvin's actions impact Republican voters? It's hard to know. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in what you're going to be looking for next. I mean, you've been following the back and forth, the bouncing ball with this story. Uh, what are you going to be watching for? Absolutely. Going yeah. back up to uh, Aurora? I'm very curious about how the Pride Parade is actually going to go. Um, I think that was my main question yesterday, even before the city ended up finding the amount of officers that they needed. Um were people going to still show up to the parade site? How many people were still going to show up? Were people going to protest? Mm-hmm. Those were things I was wondering. And now I'm just wondering, how will this whole episode change the tenor of that event? Aurora, Adora. <laughs> Why does Adora Aurora have Aurora? to rhyme with Adora? <laughs> Adora Namigade is a WBEZ Metro reporter. Thank you, Adora. You are welcome. <laughs> Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.